0: and what's happening with the latest product launches and looking at I think a lot of strategy work. I am your host Kira Lynch and we've got our lovely co-host back today Sarah.
1: I know I feel like we haven't been together in a while.
0: No because did I do you were away and then I think I did a solo episode and then I was away and you recorded with with Jen and then I recorded on my own last week and yeah, (laughs) yeah anyway we're finally reunited. How are you?
1: I'm good. It's been busy, really busy. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, we're kind of like late September now, which is a little while to me, but we're kind of going Mm -hmm. through seasonal change. We're going into autumn. I'm very happy about it.
1: Oh, Kira, I have the woolly jumpers out. I'm buzzing. I know. It's the best time of year.
0: It's actually just gotten that right bit of cold where, you know, Put the leggings back on. You know, you yeah. can actually start to get like really cozy. And um I've already had my first red wine of the season.
1: Oh, really? I've switched over.
0: Yeah, I'm already oh, gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> Summer's over for me.
1: <laughs> I know. No, do you know what? I way prefer autumn winter. I prefer dressing. I love boots, jackets the whole shebang like the cozy candles on the desk when you're working and it's kind of dark and gloomy outside I love it
0: you should say yeah actually as you say that I've got uh, a candle lighting on my desk as we're recording
1: oh do you what one is it
0: so it's um it's actually a little bit of an Aldi special remember I was telling you that Aldi do the really really good uh Jo Malone dupes yeah well they do the candles and then they've got these really they're kind of like the luxury ones but they're the hotel collection so it's pink pepper rose amber and leather and it's like and i'm sorry but like these candles now they burn quickly so you also get what you pay for but they're the big three wick ones and they're only like six pounds
1: really yeah
0: so like i mean in comparison to the joe malone one which is like 350 or something crazy like that I love it like cause especially just during the day when you're working away but you just want to have like a lovely scent and a candle and
1: yeah yeah speaking of Joan Malone actually I I don't know if you've seen it you should actually listen to it it's really good there was a podcast it must have come out last week or two weeks ago with Joan Malone and you know Trini from Trini London yes she interviewed her about like her whole life story it was so, so good because obviously Jo Malone herself creates all the perfumes for Zara now.
0: Oh wow, I did not know that.
1: And I mean they're incredible, I love. I got two Zara perfumes, must have been a few weeks ago now and they smell insane, like exactly like Jo Malone candles and oh, perfumes. Wow. But it's a really, really good interview if you're interested in that.
0: Perfect, where, what platform or what show is that Spotify.
1: on? Spotify, you can find it on Spotify, yeah.
0: Do you know the name of the show?
1: I don't know the name of it it's Trini's podcast anyway okay it's really really good I'd highly recommend watching it and listening to it it's fantastic
0: amazing well what we'll do is we'll grab a link and then we can put that in the show notes as well so if people um want to listen to I mean I'm definitely going to listen to that yeah that sounds really good good.
1: I'd never actually heard Jo Malone speak before so Mm. just hearing her whole like and she's had like an incredible story. I mean, she's gone through like breast cancer and everything. And just to hear how incredible she's doing now, it's just insane. It's such a good story.
0: Wow. Okay. I'm definitely going to give that a little listen yeah. later today. Um. Any Any news for us?
1: Not much, really. Just kind of busy. It's a, There's a lot of changes. I also feel like I'm changing I don't know this is really weird now not to get that weird yeah (laughs) I feel like I'm kind of coming into myself a little bit I don't know I feel like I'm changing not in a bad way a good way I think I'm getting a little bit more confident and sure of myself because for a while I probably wasn't like that yeah just after college that period but like I feel really good I feel like I turned 23 and now I'm like oh my god
0: you're in your era (laughs) <laughs> you are in your ear. Yeah. Yeah. well that's good and you're coming up to your graduation as well so I mean it's all very exciting times
1: it is and how have you been busy I, at the agency
0: yeah we're very busy at the agency and I am good I'm just thinking what projects I've been working on so we're actually one of the things that we're doing in it probably won't launch for another 12 months or so which we'll go really quickly. Like we say twelve months, but then it will be here. But we're actually developing a new service for the agency um that is kind of in line with things we've spoken about before. I'm trying not to like kind of give too much away. But um basically we're gonna be launching a new service at the agency in about a year. So I'm kind of busy doing the groundwork on that to kind of get it off the ground. Um which has been very exciting very exciting indeed I'm doing a lot of like market research for it as well at the minute which is really surprising and I think when we do launch it people will like what things I'm saying now will make sense you know that kind of way um but no that's kind of taking up the main main bits of my time at the minute
1: and social business academy
0: social business academy. Yes, of course. So for people who are listening who don't know, um I also run with um she used to work at the agency. Now we're just great friends, but Pamela Kylie, um of PK Marketing, we run Social Business Academy, which is is online courses but aimed to help social media managers. So it's it's definitely if you're in the business of social rather than A brand owner who wants to understand how to run social for their business um, this might not be for you but if you want to level up as a social media manager or a freelancer you're new to the industry and you just kind of want to learn the ropes but we're just gearing up for round three which is which is really exciting Sarah did round one with us
1: yeah and I loved it I thought it was so good
0: Oh what well, that And
1: I love actually what you've been doing on socials at the minute all the cool videos with the tips and tricks. Yeah. And you've also got your is it a masterclass coming up?
0: Yes, we've got a free masterclass actually happening next Wednesday. So as this episode comes out it will be the next Wednesday the 27th of September free webinar and it's basically for anybody who is, has trouble pitching so it's one of the key areas that we obviously get new clients and things like that but can be something that takes a little bit of you know there's a knack to it there's a way of kind of going about and and basically just pitching so um, we are running a free webinar uh, on two sessions next Wednesday one is 1 p.m the other is 7 p.m i keep messing up the times and i'm like no it's seven i keep thinking it's five but it's seven seven p.m um and we've got so many people signed up which has been really great and we just because it's free we just want to make the most of it um and we'll be going through basically like winning pitches um and the structure and and all of that so I mean so much value um I don't see why people wouldn't join but yeah that will be next week and then we'll be gearing up after that to launch round three but actually Sarah we changed a lot of it since you did it um
1: really
0: yeah because the one thing I think that we realized is round one people were coming in at such different levels. So like we would have people who'd be a little bit more advanced and you want to like cater to them, but also you have people who are really new where a lot of it is like over their heads a little bit. So Mm -hmm. we really kind of got clear on, even if you are a social media manager, what level like you're at. So we're kind of aiming it for people who might be in their first or second year and still kind of figuring things out. So, and we've really refined all of the content as well so yeah actually a lot has changed for for round three but I think we'll probably kind of talk about that about that a little bit maybe in the webinar if people were interested in in joining that but yeah Pavel and I have been busy
1: (laughs) god you have been but you know what I think it's great because when you're starting out as a freelance social media manager or whatever Mm. that stage of like you want to grow but you don't know how to grow Mm. so I think it's great that you will both be there to guide them and show them because I mean you have plenty of experience in that industry
0: yeah and you know what as well it's so lovely because Pamela and I kind of come with such different experience but also have come up against the same problems so we'll be like okay this is how I have dealt with it this is how like Pamela has dealt with it and and it's funny because sometimes we've kind of taken completely different approaches but like it's what's right for you and, and the situation that you're in. But I really love that about Social Business Academy as well, that it really is like a community to, to actually have those conversations that you kind of can't really have with just anybody. Um. Yeah. So yeah, so that's Social Business Academy and I suppose on the back of that, we'll leave a link to the webinar, the free webinar that's happening next Wednesday in the show notes. Um, And we're currently building out um, we're going to be doing module 3 on a brand new platform so that's not ready just yet but if you wanted to be the first to hear about round 3 when it does launch um maybe follow us on Instagram it's probably the best place at the moment um and you can the, through the link there you'll be able to sign up to our waitlist um maybe just pop us a dm if you want to be on the waitlist but yeah so we're also building out the new website for social business academy so yeah it's actually been quite busy I was when you first asked the question I was like it's actually been quite quiet and then I'm like (laughs) it absolutely hasn't
1: (laughs) it's only when you think about it you're like oh my god yeah this and this and this and this but it's so exciting it's it's a really really exciting time for you
0: yeah it is you know what It, it really is and uh we've just actually launched back for people who might not know I have a second podcast cool stories into book podcast where we don't talk anything to do with marketing it's literally just chilling with books um but we launched back last week second episode came out today um launched that back last week for season five
1: season five season
0: five yeah like god so that's wild um and yeah episode two for that came out today so if you're into reading at all maybe that one will be the one for you. But yes, that's kind of like all of the major updates that we've got at the minute. It's quite a lot of them. Um but today we are talking about of course top trending fragrance brands on Instagram and as a beauty marketing podcast, um Sarah and I were like we had to change up some of the episodes for this season because some of our guests that we wanted to record with because everyone is so busy in September. I I think we should have maybe planned this a little bit earlier. But anyway, you live and learn. Um. But a lot of our guests just we haven't been able to, like, fit in time to record with them. And then obviously we need to kind of crack on with the season regardless of that. But what we have done is got those guests penciled in for season two. So we're going to kind of continue to, to plow along with those plans. But Sarah and I had to maybe switch up the calendar a little bit and we were like, "Okay, what's the one area of of maybe beauty that we didn't like touch on at all this season and one that we work so closely with? And like we do so much within this area that we were like, okay, we have to talk about this. And this is, of course, like looking at fragrances. Sarah, I know you're you're a big fragrance person.
1: Oh, I love, like, I think I have about five or six perfumes on the go at one time. And yeah. then I, I'm really after getting into my candles as well lately. H&M Home opened here in Cork last Ooh. week. So I went up and the candles there. Oh, my God, they're so good. Oh,
0: my goodness.
1: Yeah. So I've become a big fragrance girl and I just love it. There's something about a fragrance. Like if it's a perfume, you spray it on. And it just gives you a boost of confidence. I don't know yeah. what it is. It's just amazing.
0: I, I 100% agree with you. So the, when I started to like, obviously always wore perfume. Um, yeah. But when I started to notice how much of an impact it could have on me and my mood and like really just like make everything a little bit better was actually in lockdown so when I was started to work from home and I was just like literally in leggings t-shirts like really comfy clothes at home working away um so I wasn't really like putting on makeup or like doing my hair in the way that I used to be um but I found that I kind of switched to Perfume, and I would just spray myself in perfume, and that almost kind of made me feel a little bit more dressed up. Yeah, and I wasn't like I, st- I still looked like a scruff, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> at least I smelled good.
1: <laughs> it's just something about it. It's just that power it gives you, and it, it's almost like a yeah. boost to your day. Like you could be wearing an outfit and it's plain, it's vanilla. Yeah, but you pop on a spray of perfume, and you're like, oh my god, I feel on top of the world. Like it's insane the power that fragrance holds, and yeah. I think. That whole world and industry is really blowing up at the moment.
0: Yes, and that's one of the things we're talking about today is actually looking at top fr- top fragrance brands on Instagram. So no doubt that some of the names that we're going to go through today, they're household names, um, we will know them. They're also in other categories that goes beyond fragrance. So fashion, skincare, makeup. Um, when we were kind of researching for this, um. Some of them I obviously knew, but I discovered kind of like some unique fragrances as well that I hadn't heard of before, which is always really interesting because these brands are kind of not the household names, um, but they're still really performing on online. And I think that's always like really refreshing to see.
1: It is. I was going through the show notes yesterday evening and I was looking through all of these fragrance brands and I was like oh my god I've never heard of them before so then you just go on to the Instagram for a scroll and you're, you're like oh my god okay maybe I should actually buy into them
0: yeah of course so first of all credit where credit is absolutely due we were inspired on from this episode um from a linkedin connection uh jennifer carlson um and she is from Mentoro, and then she does these reports every month on like top trending skincare brands on tiktok instagram she does fragrance she does makeup she does um all of the beauty categories um, and really diving into it so this was definitely inspired by her and we did purchase the report as well so some of the information we sourced from from that report Um, but I think she's just an, an invaluable person to follow I think she if particularly if you're into beauty marketing um, I don't follow her on Instagram I specifically look at her content on LinkedIn but she's she's definitely a great one to follow if you if you like to kind of keep up with the marketing side of beauty and if you're listening to this podcast I'm assuming that you do <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, Before we do get into this episode though, yes, I want to know what is your go to fragrance at the moment?
0: My go to fragrance at the moment, very interesting question. I am, and I'm not just saying this because we already spoke about her, but actually, Jo Malone, uh, Jo Malone Red Roses is the one that I've kind of got. The one that I'm reaching to at the moment. It was a gift. I got it for my birthday from a friend of mine. Um, and I love it. I just... I'm going through a bit of a rose phase at the moment. Like my body wash is rose. Okay. My body lotion is rose as well. So I'm in a bit of a moment uh, with with that uh, scent. Which is uh, a little bit unusual for me. But how about you?
1: Mine is probably... Armani my way and the intense one though okay I love that perfume yeah I had it when it came out years ago first and I liked it but this intense one just hits different Mm. and it's I don't really I don't know about you but I don't really have a fragrance for like summer a fragrance for autumn a fragrance for winter whatever I just kind of throw on whatever and go with it yeah but this one has been one that I've been reaching for when i'm feeling a little bit like ugh or i just want a bit of a pick me up i spray this on and it's just insane and it lasts all day as well which i love
0: yeah absolutely and i think honorable mentions as well for 11 who we do work with but i honest yes. to god like 11 is a a fragrance oil that you put on and i for me it is definitely more of a winter autumn winter we're kind of coming into that 11 season for me to be honest because it kind of has the fragrance that reminds me of essential oils um and i I was wearing this the day I got engaged. Uh, I was wearing 11 the day I got engaged. And then I, when I went to get my ring oh my resized and the lady was like, oh my God, what are you wearing? And I was like, oh, it's this like oil cold 11. <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, you, you smell like you've spent the day at the spa. So that's kind of like the level that it gives you. Um, so I feel like an honorable mention for them, for sure. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, I think when it comes to like top trending fragrance brands on Instagram, um there are a couple of things that obviously kind of go hand in hand with regards to you know, these are teams looking at strategies they're obviously looking at you know bigger campaign ideas it's not just like random posting here and there which I think we're aware of but you know obviously there is a lot that goes into it so just kind of like some of the things that these brands are taking into consideration as part of their overall strategy is I think and maybe it's debatable it is absolutely debatable but visual appeal
1: oh it is a hundred percent More so than I think sometimes makeup and your skincare and stuff. I think fragrance, you have to have that visual appeal. I think it's just a different level for some reason.
0: Absolutely. And it's like, um, particularly with, and I always say this when we look at strategies for brands as well, depending on your ideal audience, and this is why it is so important to understand who your ideal audience is, because it might mean that your audience that you want to attract are on different platforms. And I think that's sometimes where we need to maybe accept Instagram might not be the right platform for some industries, but in particular for beauty, it is a really, really important one. Um, mm-hmm. So it's so visually focused as a platform that you really need to kind of have this level of storytelling with your visuals. And I think the fragrance brands do this incredibly well. Um, So they've got that high level production almost. Um, And it's funny because that's where, you know, the investment of the marketing side comes in because you can do it on a lower budget, but it just doesn't have the same effect.
1: No, it doesn't hit the same. And it's all about the aesthetics the I guess it when you think of a fragrance it kind of thinks you you kind of get transported to almost like a dream world it's like for that one second in your day or five minutes in your day you're just transported into this magical dream world and I think that's what a lot of like the likes of Prada who we'll discuss Mm. in a minute Dior that's what they do in their ads and in their marketing so well is they just transport you into this like extreme extremely different world I guess
0: yeah it's arguably like one of the harder sides of beauty products to yeah. actually promote because at least with skincare you can do before and afters with with makeup you can very clearly see what the product does like with hair you can see again the kind of transformation but with fragrance you're trying to tell me a like a story through your visuals and video for a product that i can't smell And that's what you're what you want to purchase on the back of is how I'm going to smell it. So that's why I feel like the marketing side of fragrance has to be more considered because you have to pull me into even want to take the next step to find out how that fragrance smells
1: for sure it's really all about the sensory experience at the end of the day yeah sometimes I wish we had what do they say isn't it like smell a vision or something yes. so that we could actually smell these fragrances but I think some brands do do a good job at like their their visuals and stuff it's almost like you can smell the perfume
0: yeah yeah like I always find like is it um gucci no it's not gucci daisy daisy by mark jacobs and then they're in the field and it's um kaya gerber and she's like in this Mm -hmm. field running around and i'm like i feel like i know what that fragrance smells like
1: do you know what i'm the same with la vie belle by lancome every time i see that julia roberts campaign i'm like oh my god yeah i can smell it straight away yeah absolutely and i so weird
0: and i think as well that's you know there is maybe those kind of common things that fragrance brands have to do so they kind of invest in you know a lot of the marketing side so like we were saying they'll get the celebrity endorser or they'll get like the big scale production because that sensory experience like you said that has to kind of come through in a way that they kind of they need it to so yeah, it's, it's it's interesting to see all of the kind of the different core elements that fragrance has that is different to like other areas of the beauty industry. And I think when we started working within the fragrance world as well, we were like, oh, it's beauty. It's like we've done skincare for years. It's going to be the same. It's, it's not, by the way. It's, no, it's so not. different. It's like a whole world on its own. But I think once you're in it, you just get it. It's
1: just like... It's magical because Mm. I think when you're creating the graphics or you're doing the copywriting, you're just constantly thinking, okay, how do I make customers feel like they're transported into a different world? How do I get across the smell? It's kind of like you constantly have to be thinking. And of course, you have to do that for your skincare and your makeup. But I think with fragrance, it's just such a particular category in marketing yeah it's almost like you have a totally different strategy approach coming like when you when it comes down to it
0: oh yeah a hundred percent and like we could kind of talk about we could talk about it for hours of like all the different key elements um but we do need to kind of start talking about some of these brands in the spotlight for this report so what we'll do is as always we have lots of different examples of you know um areas of social media marketing that all of these brands have in common they'll all be like we've written up the piece anyway so it'll be on the website in the show notes we'll we'll list them all there but to dive into um to dive into the report in itself um one of the things that I wanted to talk about is so yes this uh top five come from the report but it's not based on just who has the most followers which I do think is a really important piece with this because you could be like oh yeah of course they've got like loads of followers so it's not based on followers what they're actually measuring in this is steadily looking at the growth throughout the month so this particular report looks at august 2023 and who was gaining the most attention as well so this is um yeah it's just not benchmarking it against followers it's looking at growth in that particular time which is yeah just a really interesting way of looking at it as well um so yeah the first one that we're going to talk about is a brand that everybody knows it's a household name I mean if you don't know it I don't know how have you been Uh, yeah I don't I don't honestly know how if you've like not heard of this brand but yet you're listening to branding beauty I mean wow um but the first one is Prada household name everyone knows Prada um but if you don't Prada is an Italian luxury fashion house which was founded in 1913 in Milan by Mario Prada. It specializes in leather handbags, travel accessories, shoes, ready-to-wear and other fashion accessories. And Prada licenses licenses its name and branding to Lux Otica, I believe is how I'm pronouncing it, for eyewear and L'Oreal for fragrances. So what we're going to be looking at is just kind of like what has happened with Prada over the last um I suppose month or so to kind of make them the number one fragrance brand on Instagram at the minute so they have 32.7 million followers um so by no means are they you know like an indie brand on Instagram um they have got quite a big following but one of the things that I did notice when I was looking at Prada's most recent um I suppose content and like what they've been really like pushing as part of their content strategy and they're really they're really kind of looking at um AI for their marketing and you know we've been saying it's CGI as well like Sarah how many times have we said CGI this season
1: (laughs) a thousand times probably it's a bit cgi ai Sophia richie have been our most used words in this podcast we
0: should we should set it up as like almost well depending on what time you're listening to the podcast like every time we say one of those words you have to take like a shot or something (laughs) (laughs)
1: honestly those have been our three most used words this season yeah 100%
0: but yeah so Prada are investing quite a lot at the minute in CGI and that I think that's where a lot of the like higher end luxury brands are going in that direction we spoke about it in that whole episode that we did earlier this season we'll link it in the show notes if you missed it but that and I love that content like that's the content that is like I stop and I look at it and I'm like oh wow that is amazing and like one of our brands that we worked with and we did a project with at the beginning of the year I still follow them on Instagram but I saw that they did something really cool with CGI and I know I know for a fact that their budgets are not astronomical by any means so it can be done on different levels but it's content that makes you stop and go oh my god that's unreal literally because it's not real you know (laughs)
1: For sure. And you know what? I've Because I've been thinking about it lately, when I'm scrolling on my Instagram, I find that I engage and like more videos that have AI now than I do like the usual kind of photo shoot style photos that you see on Instagram. Because even Prada, I... When they first started doing the kind of whole AI thing, I interacted with them more. I used to scroll through their Instagram, but I'd never like anything or comment. But when I see all the AI stuff now, I'm like, oh my God, I watch it like five times and I can't get over it. My mouth is literally dropped to the floor and we're seeing it on instagram but i think it's also transitioning over to tiktok a lot as well now
0: yeah a hundred percent and like even yes that's obviously a content piece and a content style that's really working at the minute but i even think even beyond beauty like i mean i fell in love with this house on tiktok um okay the other week and i was like i sent it to all of my friends i sent it to tom i mean the house was about two million but i was like this is where we need to live and then and then tom was like the house isn't real like
1: <laughs> it's it's an ai oh, house no. <laughs> he brought you right back down to earth i
0: know and i was like what do you mean it's not real and he was like kira the house isn't real and I was devastated because I was like no I really really thought I could like a like okay obviously not move there now but like you know put it on the bucket list and be like yeah that's where we're living oh my god unbelievable um so you can kind of see it in different sectors even like for me the AI and the CGI house was yeah really cool I think so but in an industry unexpected
1: yeah for sure because i've seen it a lot obviously in fashion and beauty but i've yeah. never seen it in like with houses and architecture and stuff like that so that's, i'm gonna have to check that TikTok out after this podcast oh episode. my god
0: i'm gonna try find the house that i wanted to live i'm sure it's in many of my whatsapp like, uh <laughs> groups i'll find it and i'll send it to you but it was like my dream house so i was like
1: oh i need to live oh my here god. and then was... it's amazing the way ai can do that to you though yeah it's so it just makes you stop
0: Oh, my God. And I, yeah. I
1: think your traditional kind of photo shoot style photos and your graphics and stuff, they're absolutely stunning. Of course, they are. And nobody can take that away. Mm. But AI just has a different level to it. Yeah. And it's, do you know what? It's just
0: bringing something a little bit more interesting into the conversation as well, I think. And Prada it's working for them because although a household name sometimes these kind of older more well-established brands their content can be a little bit boring you know so they have to kind of consistently be looking at reinventing the wheel and you know just spicing it up a little bit
1: for sure and I think the Prada Paradox campaign that they've been doing it's just insane like I know they brought out the Prada Paradox intense now recently yeah I had the original Prada Paradox Loved it. So now I'm like, okay, I need to get to Baron Thomas ASAP yeah. and smell this because I I just know it's going to be amazing already.
0: Yeah. So there's um. So Prada collaborated with the still life photographer, Joanne Beze, to capture each of their fragrance bottles um, of their best-selling scents. So Paradox was in there. And then the images were then injected into an AI image generator based on a deep learning algorithm which developed new perspectives and revealed alternative facets of scent, which like, of course they did. (laughs) Of course they did. typical yeah so in the report Prada is yeah currently ranked at number one um and then prior to that that like because of this campaign they actually jumped up in nine places in the month which is a significant jump for them as well so it's not like they're always kind of at that level um which is just always really interesting so you know when a brand turns on their campaign if you will um okay Sarah do you want to talk us through the next one
1: Yes sure next up we have Parfum de Marly I think is how you pronounce it and Parfum de Marly is basically a luxury fragrance house inspired by the opulence and grandeur of the 18th century French court. I actually really have you seen their bottles?
0: Yes I have.
1: They're stunning oh my god. They really
0: are and I think as well again if you're into marketing you're a product designer fragrance is such an interesting side of the industry to work in because it is definitely more there's like seems like it's more craftsmanship gone into it Mm -hmm. into the the product design um and yeah this this brand is no exception their bottles are just gorgeous
1: and I think also this is just a side note with fragrances I think of course we want to go for something that smells nice but the bottle is also really important. It's like, can I have that out on my vanity unit?
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. Is it going
1: to look good? Is it going to look aesthetic? So like, there's so many different components that we think about when we go to purchase a fragrance.
0: Yeah, 100%. And like, I even, as you come into my house, I think you might have seen it, Sarah, when you were over, but like, when you come into my house, you kind of turn and you go into my living room and there's a little table there and I have like eight. <laughs> eight fragrances just lined up and not only do they look good but also I'm like oh which which scent today and like you kind of just have it easy on display so I I agree with you they do there's more than just the scent sometimes that comes into play
1: yeah there really is there's so much more to it yeah but Parfum de Marly with their fragrances they're basically a captivating blend of tradition and then also modernity so they basically capture the essence of French nobility and equestrian heritage um I I love the sound of that I've actually never tried any of their perfumes before but now that I'm reading through this I'm like okay I kind of need to hop on this trend
0: oh a hundred percent I'm gonna look them up on Instagram actually just now while we're chatting about them so yeah they have 234k followers which isn't the wildest uh we've ever heard um but their content oh my god it just looks so beautiful it's just um they have yeah they're in the process of a launch launch of a new product and that's kind of the one thing i did notice about the brands in the top five that kind of were trending for the month is they had launched something new or there was newness there and while it is expensive for a brand to bring out a product. Um, when a brand has something new to talk about, that's when they get the attention.
1: It is. It's very much kind of bringing you into the world of Parfum de Marley. It is actually, it's very French.
0: Very French, yeah.
1: Like even the pictures of the chateaus and the French gardens, it's like bringing you into this dreamy world. It's so fab.
0: No doubting the reason why they're number two for the month. Yeah, um, the next one was a bit of a shocker for me because, first of all, I did not know that this person had fragrances, let alone being so popular. Um, but Billie Eilish, the celebrated singer-songwriter and cultural icon, um, has launched into the world of fragrance and. I just was not aware of this whatsoever. And I'm actually. I would consider myself a Billie Eilish fan. I really like her. Did not know that she had fragrances. And what has caused her to be. um, Number three for the month. um, As the top trending fragrance. Is because she launched actually. Her second fragrance in the brand. So. um, Not does she just have one fragrance. But she now has, has a second one as well. So. The fragrances capture the essence of Billie's unique persona. It's bold, unapologetic, and beautifully unconventional. The scent evokes a sense of self-expression and individuality, much like her music and fashion choices, with notes that blend together to create a captivating olfactory journey. I Never know if I pronounce that word right. So we're just going to move on. Uh, Billie Eilish's fragrance is a testament to her artistry and her ability to transcend boundaries. The bottle itself is a work of art reflecting her distinct style, making this fragrance a must-have for fans and anyone seeking an olfactory experience that is distinctive as it is unforgettable. It's an olfactory embodiment of Billie's essence essence and creativity offering a unique and personal connection to her world of music and self-expression um yeah and then so in terms of like a following she's got nine hundred and forty-two thousand just on the fragrance account itself and i think i mean i think with things like that and and you know that piece that we just read out does say it as well i mean the fans are gonna absolutely lap that up
1: for sure because I was actually just thinking I, I never knew she had a fragrance either like I know the likes of Ariana Grande and stuff she would be her fragrances are actually quite popular here in Ireland in boots and stuff. Yeah. But I've never seen Billie Eilish's fragrance before.
0: No. And like actually I when I went on to the Instagram like it is very dark it's very moody it's very okay you know it definitely like you know it's Billie it's like Eilish. It's her genre of uh, yeah. music Yeah it's like to life. grunge almost um so the marketing and she's very much the face of it as well so i think in instances like that i think the reason so first of all they've got just the launch of the second one but her name is kind of also bringing that success because i do love i do love Billie eilish i will say
1: she is she's really good i know a few of her songs she did play in ireland a few weeks ago for what was it some festival I can't even remember the name of the festival but she was here a few weeks ago was it electric and I picnic? saw her set I think it could have been yeah I saw loads of stuff on Instagram It looked she she was actually sick when she was performing she was like dying oh, no. but she did do really good side note again
0: yeah and we will love a little side note <laughs> um okay I feel like I'm giving you all the hard ones I don't mean to but do you want to talk us through the next one
1: Yes, Kayali, I guess is how you'd pronounce it. Yes, that's that's is... how I
0: was kind of pronouncing it in my head.
1: Yeah, hopefully that's the right one anyway. Yeah. If somebody has the right pronunciation, just let us know. Yes. But it is a fragrance brand that has been co-founded by Mona and Huda Catton. I'm sure Huda, Huda Beauty, Everyone knows who to beauty, yes. I hope. Yes. And they are renowned beauty entrepreneurs. And they basically bring a touch of Middle Eastern luxury and sensuality to the world of perfumery. So the name Kayali translates to my imagination in Arabic. And this brand lives up to its name by offering a range of fragrances designed to transport wearers to distant realms of exotic allure and dreamlike beauty. I love that Jeez, that's proper transforming you into this dream world isn't it
0: yeah really really descriptive as well which I think is sometimes you do copywriting also just very important for brands of fragrances as well particularly on site I think product pages is where you do really need to
1: it's those keywords isn't it that you have to yeah yeah for sure like even as we go on a harmonious fusion of eastern and western influences resulting in scents that are both familiar and exotic i love that like i love that i'm gonna have to check out their fragrance now because I, I actually haven't heard of that either i know who the beauty obviously she's huge but i i never heard of their fragrance before
0: and i think as well it's the fusion of eastern and western influences that definitely um piques my interest anyway because mm. I think when I think of like Middle Eastern I think of more your ouds.
1: Yes. And like a
0: musky sense, which kind of is what we're kind of talking about here. But then I it would be so interesting to see how that's paired with the other influences. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna look for this one.
1: For sure because I'm just seeing there's a vanilla one there's a, like a seductive mask I love a bit of that yeah it's a bit of me I'm gonna have to check that out now after this podcast episode but you know this is actually the beauty of doing research like this is you just find so many new brands I'm like here now after this episode I'm gonna add all of these to my list yeah.
0: your cart I'm your shopping cart
1: <laughs> Oh god!
0: <laughs> I know that's also the problem with doing all this research. You're like, I can't be spending this much money on all of this stuff. But then maybe it's like, oh, but it's research.
1: It is. It's research. We're just we're solving problems here. We're doing research for the people listening.
0: Okay, and then brand number five to finish up our top five is one that I might pronounce incorrectly. <laughs> Nuanciello. Is that what we want to call it? Yeah. Nuanciello. So. so it's N-U-A-N-C-I-E-L-O. Nuance Cielo. Um is an emerging fragrance brand that has been making waves in the world of perfumery, offering a truly unique olfactory experience with a name that translates to Heavenly Hue in Italian which I love. Nuance Soelo is dedicated to creating scents that transcend the ordinary and evoke the ethereal. As a theme, I know this is a little side note, but as a theme, anything <laughs> that has ethereal in it, I'm a bit of a fan.
1: You do you do love that kind of stuff, don't you? Oh,
0: yeah. Like even like with yeah. stock images and everything, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. well, a little bit, it has a little hint of ethereal. Um, So... That definitely interests me. So each fragrance in their collection is a carefully crafted symphony of notes that paint a vivid sensory picture. From the delicate and romantic to the bold and enigmatic. Did that rhyme? Uh, I think it did. (laughs) New offers offerings cater to a wide spectrum of fragrance enthusiasts the brand takes pride in its commitment to sustainability using eco-friendly practices and ethically sourced ingredients um, new and minimalist and chic packaging adorned with celestial motifs reflects the brand's dedication to simplicity and elegance. With a growing following of perfume connoisseurs seeking distinctive and eco conscious scents, new and is poised to become a trailblazer in the fragrance industry. So, yeah, exactly, kind of like they were saying, they're not like. The, they haven't been around for years. They're probably more on the newer side. Their following is a little bit lower than the others. So we're looking at 173,000, which to you and I is probably like massive numbers as well. But in terms of kind of where the other top five are sitting, they're definitely on the lower side. But again, this is showing like a month-on-month growth and engagement. Um, so what they're doing is obviously attracting the right type of uh, perfume. Followers for them, so amazing that we finish off the top five with with another kind of newer brand on the rise. Um, so I think following that as well, what we have done, and this whole report, by the way, if you did want to purchase it, they they go up to like brand hundred. Sarah, we'd be here till next week if we were going to do them all. We so we just settled on the top five but there's also um just some honorable mentions as well so some new brands that have actually come into the list for the first time and I am not gonna lie have not heard of any of them have you
1: no I haven't heard of any of them either
0: okay so the first one that we've got is (laughs) I was going to say the House of Silage and I was like,
1: it's Kira, I was just about to say when I first read that, I was like, the House of Silage. Okay, interesting
0: one. I was like, so that's the new Irish brand anyway. (laughs) So uh, yeah, my mind just was like, House of Silage. So it's House of Silage. S-I-L-L-A-G-E.
1: I I can't stop thinking about that now.
0: So yeah, these are one of the newer brands. Well, they say like, not an, they're new on the list. I don't think they're particularly a new brand. Um, but House of Silage is the username, and then they've got like 63,000 followers. Um, and they've done a collection with Disney. Um they're founded by Nicole Matter, I believe is how you say her name. She's got um quite a large following herself, so she's over the sixty thousand. But they seem like they've been going for a while. Um but yeah, first time that they've been seen in the report. Now they did rank uh let's just double check where they ranked in out of the top one hundred. Oh, they were actually they were number twenty five. So not too, too crazy. I was like, I bet you they'll be like freely <laughs> far down. Um, okay, do you want to talk us through this, the next one?
1: Yes. Next up, we have Zaharoff. Is that how you'd say it, Zaharoff? I think Zaharoff. Oh, I'm looking yeah. at their Instagram now. They're so different to other fragrances that I'm seeing on the market. really really cool aesthetic on instagram actually very different it's kind of like i would say like there's a leather to back fragrance it's very kind of male aesthetic almost in a way the darker colors and stuff really cool really different to anything i've seen on instagram recently is the word is is it called world of zaharoff yeah I think it is oh
0: my god it looks like a whiskey brand
1: yeah it does it looks so different yeah I really like it though
0: it's definitely seems like it might be Um, I might be incorrect on this one but it seems like it's definitely targeting a male audience
1: yeah I think so I'm just looking down through I'd say it's male and female yeah. Really cool though. I mean they're big enough. Well not I guess, not really 12.6k I it's big, but <laughs> I think they're French. They're made in Paris, which yes. is always very nice.
0: Actually, where it says on this report is actually they're from the United States. Oh really? Yeah. I mean <laughs> Interesting. They um they were actually number 148 on the report, actually. Gosh. So the report, my apologies, the report goes up to 309 in terms of the list. So these guys were 148.
1: Not too bad, I guess.
0: Mm so we'll just kind of quickly talk through the next three um and then if you're listening you can maybe go and have a little look at these guys um Burkholz is the next one so b-i-r-k-h-o-l-z is how you pronounce the brand they're a german brand so they were new to the list um came in at 149 so you had Zara Hoff 148 and then Burkholz. 149 which is quite interesting and then the next one is mended oroso <laughs> there's like yeah. a common a common theme with these fragrance brands that i cannot pronounce them um I mean, this is
1: italian now this is an italian fragrance brand
0: yes so did you know these guys i hadn't heard of them but their pa- no. the packaging is very interesting
1: but on this report they're what 199 on the report they, they must be a new enough
0: yeah they're it says new sorry 198 they came in at okay and then the next one um the final one that we're going to talk about is Aedes Deventuas which is from the United States so in terms of how you spell that A-E-D-E-S D-E-V-E-N U-S-T-A-S um look if you didn't catch it and you want the links to all of these brands we'll have them in the show notes so you can go and find them through that but that was the fifth new brand onto the report and they came in at 202 so very interesting and they're yeah I can't remember if I mentioned but they're from the United States as well so that's kind of like a look at our top trending brands on Instagram for the month uh Yeah, any honourable mentions from your side, Sarah?
1: You know, there's actually one brand that I really, really want to try. It's like Baccarat, is it Baccarat? I think it's the (gasps) name of the... Baccarat, yeah. I really, and also the Killian perfume. I mean, they're mad expensive. Yeah. But I see them everywhere and just the bottle, the aesthetics, the luxuriousness of it all, that looks like such a treat
0: yeah there's also an irish brand i think they're from northern ireland called stories parfum and i've been following yes. them for a little while love what they're doing they're also like winning a couple of awards at the moment um yeah and i'm I'm quite keen to try their fragrances as well so i think that's just like another honorable mention from our side um Another honorable mention for me, even though it's not fragrance related, but it is beauty and TikTok related. Um, I don't know if this is coming up on your FYP, Sarah, but f- for the last few weeks, I have been getting targeted with these videos for like um Japanese head spas.
1: Really?
0: Oh my god. Oh my they look like the dreamiest thing. So it's basically you just it's a fascia for your head and you just go in and they're okay. like what it's basically they're washing your hair but like it looks there's like you're in a spa room and it just looks heavenly and all of the places that I'm getting targeted with it's like oh they do it in like <laughs> Texas and I'm like oh do I have to go to Texas to get this done? <laughs> because you know it just looks like the one thing I really want at the minute. Um, so I that's an honourable mention for me. I don't know if you are getting these videos, but they look like the one beauty treatment that I think I need to invest in right at the minute.
1: Get packing your bags, Kira. Oh, I'd I'm off. We're gonna take a trip I'm off. <laughs> over to Texas.
0: <laughs> I found somewhere in the UK. <laughs> I think I found somewhere in the UK, but it's in Manchester, so I will have to travel to get this. Oh my god. But Sarah, gosh. I think it will be worth it.
1: It sounds really nice.
0: I'm going to have to send you, I'll send you the video along with, yeah. along with my fake house that I'm not going to be living in. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just like another honorable mention for me. Um. But yeah, I think that kind of wraps up this episode quite nicely.
1: I think it does. I actually really enjoyed this episode. I know I've said in so many episodes, I think this is my favorite one so far, but yeah. I genuinely think this is my favorite one so far.
0: Yeah uh I, I did too actually what I love about doing research and I know we mentioned it but is actually finding new brands to kind of look at and follow mm-hmm. and especially brands that are are actually making those leaps of growth and kind of looking at why they're doing it or sorry not why they're doing it but how they're doing it uh I think that's always really interesting to learn as marketers um who work really heavily in beauty so yeah I agree with you this has been a really great episode and hopefully people who are listening have also enjoyed it we'll wrap it up there for this week as always if you like the episode please rate review subscribe tell your friends tell anybody that you think who might benefit from the episode Uh, it helps us grow while getting the word out there of branding beauty as well so thank you for listening and we'll be back next week